Well, this is a special reaction shortened edition for Locked On UCLA with the Bruins taking down the number 11th ranked Utah Utes 42-32. to It's your host, Zach Anderson-Yoxheimer. If you're listening, thanks for making Locked On UCLA your first listen each and every day. In the meantime, if you're working on YouTube, you're asking, what's the deal? Well, let's bring out the new look. I have a new look for you guys. Well, what do you think I look foolish? What not? Let's debut it. Boom. We're busting out the beanie. I've saved the beanie for a special occasion. Most importantly, I just actually found it. Here's the thing. The Bruins win 42-32. In terms of keys, the Bruins hit all the keys and then some, and also proved me wrong in the same juncture. I did not pick UCLA to win this game. I had them losing 38-35. In the meantime, the Bruins say, bleepity bleep to you, Zach. You are stupid. And the Bruins are proving almost everybody wrong, even if you're the most dream-oriented, optimistic fan, a 6-0 start is just something that you couldn't even dream of for UCLA. And there's looking at the schedule, and there's believing in them beating Utah and then beating Washington and doing everything, but it's different because a 6-0 start, that doesn't happen too often in UCLA's history. Well, let's get right to the game, and we can do a little quick reaction, get to it, and then we'll have a full reaction come Monday when we can deep dive into it. What are the things I talked about coming into this weekend beside my stupid crossover episode where I was acting like a jack wagon? All right, let, let's get right to it. One key I talked about was the red zone. How would the Bruins be efficient against the Utes in the red zone? UCLA got in the red zone six times, five times they scored. The only time they missed was a super short field goal from Nicholas Barmira, a shocking miss. The Bruins were able to Outweigh the storm. Forget it. They missed. The, they were able to get past the missed field goal and scored five touchdowns in six trips. And quite frankly, could have been six for six. Utah went four for four. Yes, I talked about red zone efficiency, offense and defense. But sometimes when the offense is getting in the red zone on the regular, UCLA scoring five touchdowns in the red zone. Utah, while scoring in all four of the red zone trips, had three touchdowns and then a field goal. So technically, while the numbers and efficiency-wise don't necessarily add up that way, it was the Bruins who, when they got in the red zone, despite the numbers coming in, proved themselves, hey, we're going to score five touchdowns. And when it came down to it, it was the Utes who had to kick the one field goal in one of their four trips to the red zone. And then I talked about all week, physicality, physicality, physicality. All right, I know you guys might want to get a little physical with me, saying, Zach, you're dumb for picking against the Bruins. I had hope. But I, I just couldn't come on the podcast and pick six straight winners. I just, whatever it is. Maybe it was Jinx. Who knows what it is? You can think I'm stupid. You can roast me in the, the chat. It is what it is. We'll have a good time. I guess I have two weeks to live it up until UCLA plays Oregon. In the meantime, the Bruins physically went through and ran down the Utes' throats. Zach Charbonnet. Who is this man? Every Bruin and everybody should know who he is. 198 yards and a touchdown. He did not have a single rushing yard for a loss. He did not have a single attempt in his 22 carries for any lost yardage. Nine yards per carry. We thought that Colorado epic performance was fantastic. He somehow even won up that only one touchdown on the ground and was fantastic. And for the man who's taken so much slack, I, I believe I've been more of a Dorian Thompson-Robinson Robinson defender despite some of the guests we've had on the show. Good old Zach Candy will throw some shame his way because I got to take the blame off my shoulders for acting like an idiot. In the meantime, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, 18 for 23, 299, four touchdowns and a pick, but just the continued effort. There's some Bruin fans who don't even want him in the program, 
whether they're haters, whatever it is. It's Dorian Thompson Robinson, a veteran presence. We talked about this in a long podcast episode a long time ago. Who would be the Heisman Trophy best odds for the Bruins? Well, Charbonnet's clearly the key for UCLA's offense, but they're going to win big games. It's got to be Dorian Thompson Robinson to step up. And he has been that vocal leader and just been absolutely fantastic. Finally, getting right to it, it was UCLA defensively. Getting the pick, that led to a score, and then the fumble return that led to getting on the one-yard line and punching the game away to go up 42-25 to before the Utes scored late. Whatever it may be, the UCLA Bruins have completely shocked the nation, and regardless of what you think, I know there's people who are coming in thinking Chip Kelly should be fired. You can look in the chat. You can go in the old comments, whether they've been deleted, whatever it is. I, I'm on record saying I thought they'd lose to Utah in a close game. I knew they could win. It just, it is what it is. It's just kind of that negative feeling kind of pulling at you, pulling at you. And I've, I've been a believer in this dark course of a UCLA team. There is no dark course anymore. The lights are shining bright, and it's going to count down to the next couple of weeks before they play at Oregon. And then, of course, the big one where the nights, the night lights will shine brightly when the Trojans come into the Rose Bowl in late to mid-November. Now it's not longer hiding under the shadow. It's the Bruins who will be moving forward to try and impress everybody, continuing week in and week out. But for now, it turns into a rest recovery for two weeks before they take on the Ducks in Eugene, which somehow makes UCLA's game against Utah, the biggest in eight years, turn into what can be the second biggest in eight years because that Eugene game, that that Oregon game in Eugene at Autzen Stadium with all the storylines of Chip Kelly and whatnot, going into it will be interesting. In the meantime, this special bonus episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Meanwhile, for Underdog Fantasy, it's one of the easiest way to play fantasy. You can go check it out. It's the, Just sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo code locked on. Get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Go check out Underdog. It's higher or lower. And is the, you know, are you guys going to give me more love or less love for picking against the Bruins? We believe. Maybe just not against the Utes, but I should be smacked in the face with all the comments. I give you full right to roast me. If you don't want to roast me, it's fine. You have this episode and the full reaction at Monday episode to roast me. In the meantime, the Bruins, let's go right to it. 6-0, nine-game winning streak, and one final key I did not bring up. Something I've been bringing up throughout the podcast, throughout this season, even in this nine-game winning streak. The UCLA Bruins coming out of the locker room, regardless of how great they started or poorly in some cases, they just turn it on. It's just remarkable. 28 second half points. And I saw the quote from Kyle Whittingham, Utah's head coach, saying, we just couldn't get a, a stop in the second half. Well, for some reason, UCLA has been doing this all year long, whether it's been to Bowling Green all the way now to Utah, or even starting way back when to Colorado, when they shut down the Buffaloes in the second half of the game, they were down 20 to 10, the game that started the winning streak, and the Bruins just Boat race them, I believe, 34 second chance, second half points, something like that, where they just dominated Colorado way back last year near the end of 2021. So the big thing was what I was thinking, physicality needs to be inserted, asserted against the Utes. Bruins did that. Red zone efficiency, which kind of goes hand in hand with the physicality. Bruins, certainly red zone efficient, and they continued the great trends they've had so far, which was if you remember those early Jim Moore teams, what we loved was their moxie coming out of the, the locker room, right, in recent history. Then they kind of lost whatever it was. And then Chip Kelly, they've been building. 2020, UCLA went from, all right, every most every bone-crushing loss they could take in 2020, they absolutely did. In 2021, it was a mixture of both. 
some big wins, some bone-crushing losses, all to learn with their fifth-year redshirt, redshirt senior quarterback with the transfers, with the new, with the guys coming back from last year, the Bruins have mixed together, meshed it, and it's UCLA who's come through and gotten the victory. They did it, 42-32. Back-to-back wins over at the time, then top 15 ranked teams. I know Washington went down, regardless of what that win now looks like. It's Utah's got two losses. UCLA gave them their second loss. You can only play who's in front of you, and the Bruins have done just that, whether it was the week non-conference or the hype coming in the matchup. The Bruins have answered all the questions, aced every test thus far, and we get two weeks before we get to find out the next biggest test, which arguably could be even the toughest, considering it's in a, the toughest environment in the Pac-12 to win a game in Oregon, where they'll be excited and ready to go for UCLA and Chip Kelly with the Bruins. I'm not sure where they'll be ranked in the AP Top 25. I have no idea. They could ball all the way in the top 10 or the AP pollsters at the time of this podcast could be really stiff and who knows. We'll find out, I believe, like late Sunday, October 9th. In the meantime, this is our recap immediate reaction video. We'll get to full reactions, execution, whatever it may be. Roast me, love me, whatever it is. Go Bruins. UCLA wins. Again, uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter and throw some shame my way, there it is, at Zach and Yox. If you want to go follow the show Twitter, at Locked on Bruins. Busy day, crazy day. Here's our reaction. We're going to get right to it, Bruins. 42-32 on Monday, Reaction Monday. When it comes to the October 10th episode, we'll see how high the Bruins are ranked. And they have a week, so they're not going to drop the rankings unless the AP 20, Top 25 poll or the USA Today Coaches poll are completed. It's like I was in my pick in the crossover episode. Hope you forgive me. I know uh, if you find my lack of faith disturbing, as some of you guys put in the comments, whatever it is, all jokes aside, let's go Bruins. Let's get an eight clap going. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. UCLA, UCLA, fight, fight, fight. Let's go Bruins, baby. Woo! Let's go. This has been Locked On UCLA's immediate reaction. Well, full immediate reactions, full reactions coming up soon. This has been the shortened immediate reaction to the Bruins win. Their 6-0 start, their unbeaten start in Pac-12 play against the Utah Utes. Go Bruins, baby. Keep it going.